Hi, welcome to Upgrade Your Faith. I'm Luke Gradeless, and this is our Wake Up in the Word. This week, we're going to be looking at the topic of gratitude, and we're going to start today with a passage found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. So it's 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. And in this very short passage, God outlines for us a very, you know, quick few things that we need to think about when we talk about being, you know, grateful for everything that he's done. And I think that's so important for us because as you look at 2020, I constantly hear these jokes. I constantly hear, I, I make them about how this year is just different than every other year, how so much wrong has happened, how so much is not according to plan. And, and it's easy to allow the circumstances around you to pull you down, right? It's easy to let the circumstances around you to put you into a negative mood and a negative mindset. But God has constantly called his people to live above the circumstances of the world and not to just let those circumstances dictate how you're responding to the world. If we're honest, the reality of the situation is you can always find, always, something negative to pull you down. You can always find a scenario, a circumstance, a situation with family or health or work or finances that you can allow to pull you down into a negative place. And so we can't be a people that are constantly whipped around by the circumstances of the world because if that's the case, we'll always be negative, we'll always be downtrodden, we'll always be beaten down. And so in this passage, uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 16 through 18, God breaks down some key things for us being grateful people. So let's go ahead and look at that. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16, it says this, Rejoice always, always. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And so there's a, a few things I think are important there, and I want to connect them for you. The first is, he says, when rejoice always. As Christians, because we have a perspective that is not just the earthly circumstances around us, but that we are thinking about the spiritual things God has done and how those spiritual things connect to us even here in this earth, we should constantly find a reason to rejoice. I always say to people, your worst day can never be today. Your worst day was that day on that cross before Jesus died for your sins, when you were facing the, the, the destiny of hell, when you were facing a reality where your actions, your deeds, your sins were gonna sit on your shoulders and there was no way for those to be taken away from you. That's the darkest day for all humanity, is any time before Jesus Christ is on that cross paying the price of our sins. From that moment forward, each and every one of us, even though we didn't deserve it, was given the opportunity to have our sins forgiven and to be adopted into the family of God, clothed in the righteousness of Jesus Christ, and given the opportunity not only to have an intimate relationship with God every single day, but to also look forward to an eternity with him. And so if we know that truth, if we have that truth in our lives, that truth should always be so significant that no matter what the circumstances down here are, we should find a reason to rejoice. So we have to rejoice always. Now notice what happens right after he says that. Rejoice always and what? Pray without ceasing. Do you see the connection there? Do you see the connection between if we're rejoicing and we're praying, right? And we're, we're doing both when. We'll rejoice always, pray without ceasing. There's this connection between prayer and rejoicing where if these are happening all the time, they're going to feed each other. 
And I think that makes a lot of sense, brothers and sisters, because prayer is our communication with God. Prayer is, is not us sitting down and going, God, here's my laundry list of things I need you to take care of. Prayer is you and I sitting down with God and talking and hopefully listening. And if you think about it, anytime you're with your best friend, anytime you're with someone who loves you, anytime you're with somebody who's unbelievably wise, almost no matter the circumstances that you face, that connection, that relationship, it fills you with goodness. It fills you with peace. It fills you with happiness. And it fills you with something that will allow you to rejoice. And so I think it's very important when we're, we're feeling down, when we're getting beat up, that we spend more time praying to God and communicating with God. And we've got to find ways to break the routine, right? Like I know a lot of people pray in the morning, they pray before meals, they pray at dinner. But guess what? If you're in a conversation with God, that needs to be something that's going on throughout your day, throughout your day. And so I think that connection's huge, the connection between prayer and rejoicing. And then again, look what he says, um, verse 16, 17, 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, and everything. I think this is another practice that we need to take where sit down and really think about all the good stuff you have. No matter how bad things are, I guarantee you, you will see God's blessing around you. So pull yourself out of that by sitting down, talking to God, and thinking about all the wonderful things that he's given. Again, don't let the circumstances pull you down. Rise above those circumstances and look at things from a spiritual perspective. What I always find is the circumstances that I focus on are the ones of the earth. And as soon as I start thinking about the circumstances of my spiritual relationship with God and in the kingdom of God, I start to find I have so much to be thankful for. And the more I think about those things, the more I pray for those things, the more I list those things, the more it increases the joy that's in my heart. And why? Why do we do all this? We do this because it's the will of God, right? Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. And so I think this is an important thing for us. I think one, I, I, I kind of get two perspectives from this. The first is, is that we are disciples of God. We are disciples of Jesus Christ. Being a disciple does not mean that I take God's advice and wisdom when I want it and ignore it when I don't. No, it means I follow him. It means even if I don't like what he's saying, even if I, I don't necessarily want to accept the advice, he's the master. I'm a servant. I'm going to do what he asked me to do. And so I think there's part of when we look at this, us going, you know what? My master, my Lord, my God, my Savior, my Father in heaven is telling me to do this. He's telling me to rejoice. He's telling me to pray. He's telling me to give thanks, no matter the circumstance. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And I think that's important for us to learn that sometimes you do things you don't feel like doing. But it's amazing how if you do those things, even sometimes when you're not feeling it, it's amazing how they can bring the emotion with them that they can correct your perspective. And I think the second part to this, you know, for it is God's will, is us remembering no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're going through, no matter what those circumstances are, God has a purpose in them, right? God has a purpose in those things, even the bad ones. And if we can have that hope and we can have that faith and we can have that trust, it allows us again to what? Rejoice, rejoice in the Lord. And so brothers and sisters, I encourage you, it's a Monday. I know Mondays pull us all down often. We complain about Mondays. Don't let this Monday pull you down. Rejoice in the Lord 
give thanks, and let's have a great and wonderful day. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us. May God bless you. May God use you, and we will see you soon.